Hello friends, this is Chaplain Gary Rayburn of Lonesome Road Ministries and welcome to our program today. We are going to have church on the road. So sit back, listen, and enjoy this program today. And do us a favor and call the radio station and tell them that you really enjoy listening to Church on the Road. up driving when the sun goes down the hum of 18 wheels lord that's a lonely sound i spend all day chasing that old white line i've been on the road so long i've lost track of time Hey friends, this is Gary Rayburn of Lonesome Road Ministries, and we've got an awesome program for you. I know you're going to enjoy it today, and you're going to want to get more copies of this, so give us a call, 618-383-2107, or log on to lonesomeroad.org. Or you can email me at gary.lonesomeroad at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Now sit back. Listen and enjoy today's program from Lonesome Road Ministries, Church on the Road. Give us a call. We look forward to hearing from you. I keep those wheels turning from town to town. There's so much I got to see. I got to look around. I got diesel smoke rolling. From two chrome stacks, my address is 408-414, a big blue mag. Now it don't matter where I'm going, I just gotta drive. I have the white line fever to the day that I die. I said 18 wheels rolling on the road, it is my life. That's Dennis McKay singing that for us, and that's off of our Lonesome Road Volume 2 CD. And man, I'll tell you, we really appreciate all the hard work that Dennis McKay puts in here at Lonesome Road Ministry. And today we got a great guest with us, uh, Mark Hewitt from the Association of Christian Truckers. He's the manager up there at the Road Angel Exit 68 off of I-70, just uh, west of Effingham a little ways. So, Mark, thanks for joining us on our program today. All right. Well, it's nice to be back up in the cab. You know, I haven't been in there yeah. for a long time. So, Yeah, I know it's been a while since you've been in the cab, but boy, I tell you, you are 
staying busy right there at the Road Angel and all those truckers that come through there, you're ministering to those and uh, you minister to them in uh, word and song. And that's what we're going to do right now. We're going to play a song off of your CD, He Chose the Way. And this first cut's called He Chose Me. Let's play this song and then, Mark, we'll talk about it a little bit. I business as usual for me that day when I heard him say come and follow me I left all behind me when Jesus said come and follow me I emptied myself
friends, that was a song by Mark Hewitt off of his CD that he has called He Chose the Way. And that was a great song called He Chose Me. So, Mark, tell us about that song and tell us about this CD right here. Uh, well, that song uh, is kind of special to me because it kind of goes along with my testimony. But sometimes I think, well, people think I'm bragging, you know, oh, God chose me, you know, but... Well, he did, and he'll choose you the same. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever, and and he's no respecter of persons. So, um, but uh, I was uh, I was saved when I was thirteen years old. Got baptized, and both times I felt something happen in my heart, but uh, I was confused because I didn't have any word. I didn't know the Bible, and so I went on living my life for the next fourteen years, hanging around bars, and became alcoholic and. Um, one, one night I, uh, and, and there's a whole lot of things in between there I could talk about where God showed himself to me real. Somebody said, well, you weren't really saved. I go, well, I'll tell you what, he saved my life. The Holy Spirit spoke to me and I didn't know that's what was speaking. I said, so I know I was saved. I just didn't have any word in me. So one night I knelt down, I was drunk. I asked God to bring this girl back to me that I had dated and, uh, I said, if you'll do that, I'll know you're real and I'll serve you. And uh, he did exactly that. Three months later, the phone rang. I was staying at my mom and dad's house, and my mom says, there's a girl on the phone for you. And uh, this song, you know, it says, it was business as usual that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's what it was. I was, I had just come back from working on the farm and doing something, and, and uh, so I took the phone call, and there was this girl, and she said she wanted to get back with me, and and I knew right then Jesus was standing behind me. He touched me on the shoulder. Uh, if you believe that, there's a physical touch. I could feel it. And he said in my mind, just as clear as day, he said, okay, buddy, I did my part. How about you? <laughs> I said, all right, Lord, but I want the truth. I said, I've, I've been looking at all the different religions, denominations, and people, and and I said, I want the truth. Well, immediately I saw this vision. And it was a big round room, and all the religions of the world were in it, all the denominations of the Christian denominations, and they all were, had their hand up waving going, I got the truth. Well, Jesus was standing in the middle. He was about 10 foot tall, and he looked at me, and believe me, I can't remember what he looked like. <laughs> but he said, he said, they're not, they're not wrong, Mark. They all have a piece of the truth. He said, but there's coming a day when the true believers are going to come together through me. And that's where the truth is. And I said, okay, Lord, I'm in. Oh, wow. You seen this in a dream or a vision? It was a vision. I was, yeah. I was wide awake. It was right then, right when I had that epiphany. Yeah. <laughs> this all happened within a split second. Wow. You know how God's time is? It's like, because wow. she was waiting on the phone. Yeah. There was only a couple seconds to her, but it was this no time thing for me. Wow. So, yeah. And then I had that vision again here a few months ago. And, uh, but what I saw this time was different. It was people going up into Jesus' back, like on an escalator. And, and I believe that now is the time that the true believers are coming together in Christ in the, these days. So, so yeah, that song is pretty special to me. Wow, yeah. I ran a little uh, Bible study in a truck stop over in South Dakota. I moved to South Dakota. I spent 17 years in South Dakota, but yeah. 
I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. It says here <laughs> on this CD that you're a former over-the-road truck driver. Talk about your trucking career for a little bit. Well, I <laughs> I started in 1977. I didn't want to say that because you don't know how old I am. But <laughs> hey, I started in 1972. So. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> you started the year I graduated. So, uh, yeah, and uh, I drove for approximately 15 years because over the years I was a dispatcher for 12 years, and I built built a terminal, and I ran a terminal, and I always tell people I got enough knowledge of the trucking industry to be dangerous. <laughs> but driving, I love driving. Uh, I had never thought that would be my career. I was a music major, and uh, I thought that I would be a musician, and I uh, played a baritone horn and all that. But um, but God had a different idea. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I started driving a truck, and I, I went out two weeks with uh, my sister's fiancé, and... Uh, I didn't even, I think I only drove his truck once during that time. And uh, when I come home, you'll get a kick out of this. When I come home, I was working in a factory at the time. So I, that was my vacation. And I thought, well, that's great, you know. And I go home. On Sunday morning, This his boss calls me, and his name was Red Proctor. He was a wild guy. <laughs> and his boss called me and said, uh, hey, he said, Hewitt. I said, yep. He said, take truck 54 and trailer 38 and be in Cleveland tomorrow morning. <laughs> so that's how I started trucking. That's a, that's a wild way to start, I can tell you that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did. Well, I, I, had, uh, I had went with uh, Denny, and he had a 400 Cummins with a 10-speed. Well, I go over to the yard, and here's this nice cab over Pete, uh, bicentennial edition. I mean, all painted up, fancy. And I get in that truck, and I start it up, and the motor goes, ring, 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 ring. <laughs> and I, I start take off, and I didn't, couldn't shift that thing. Yeah, I know that feeling. <laughs> and, uh, 318 Detroit with a 13 over. <laughs> yeah. So I ground my way to Cleveland. But ground your way to by Cleveland. By getting on the CB, and the guy said, driver, he said, put your foot to the floor and slam it against the dash. He said. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. But that was a, you know, it's just like, my mom says, are you going to become a truck driver? I said, I guess I am. <laughs> yeah. So how many years did you drive over the road? About 15. 15. That's, yeah. that's a lot. That's a million miles or more. Yeah. I figured I had about 2 million. And I, yeah. Yeah, you know, but I was a witness all the time on the road. Um, so tell us how you found out about uh, ACT and, and what does ACT stand for, for these uh Drivers that don't know about you. Yeah, ACT is the Association of Christian Truckers. Yeah. And that's not an oxymoron. There are Christian truckers. <laughs> <laughs> Gary and I know that. But uh, I ha- I was driving, and um, I was helping out in my church in Michigan, and uh, but I really wasn't doing much on the road. And I pulled into this truck stop in Jackson, Georgia, and there was the Spirit of the Road 1, it was called. It was a mobile chapel. They all fancied up, had a big globe on the front of it, and all lit up. And I thought, whoa, I never seen anything like that. So I went to walk in there, and the the gal that was operating it was Chris Tackett. Oh yeah, I remember her, Chris. <laughs> See, little flaming red hair, five foot tall, with a maroon skirt to the knee and a white blouse with a huge Jesus pin on her left side, covered in rhinestones. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so she starts talking to me, and she had a Pennsylvania accent. She goes. What are you doing for God? I said, <laughs> I said, well, I'm helping my pastor, and I sing a little bit. You sing? Yeah, you're singing tonight. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the way she would do. Yeah, she'd go through the truck stop and say, you're going to church today. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. 
Yeah, one time we went into the restaurant, and she says, come on, Mark, we got to get people for church. And we yeah. walked in there, and there was all these truckers around this big table. Yeah. And she said, all right, boys, pay your bill, finish it up. It's time for church now. And they all got up and followed her right out. She didn't know them. They all got up and followed her right out to the town. Yeah, I said, man, if I'd have tried that. <laughs> we wouldn't get away with it. But she had a way that she could do that, and the Holy Spirit was leading her in everything that she did. She yeah. was an awesome little lady. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, well, and so I sang it, and, and as I'm leaving, she comes up to me and points her little bony finger in my face, mm-hmm. and she goes, when are you going to start your ministry? And I said, well, I told you, I'm helping out in my church. And she goes, no, when are you going to start your ministry on the road? And I said, should have had a V8. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> so I get in my truck, and I start praying, and I said, God, when's my ministry going to start out here? And he said, I've been carrying you all over the country, and you haven't done anything for me yet. He said, in fact, I got you in an $80,000 motorhome, and I'm paying you to do it. <laughs> so I said, all right, God, I'll go where you want me to go. I'll do what you want me to do, and I'll say what you want me to say. And that's where it began. Amen. And from that day, there's never been a day when God didn't have an appointment for me. Now, I've missed some appointments, you know, but... Uh, that is where ministry starts is when you surrender yep. to, to the call. Yeah, so I was on the road all that time. There was always somebody, another trucker, a dock worker, a fuel attendant. Yeah. You know, and I guess if I could say anything to the drivers out there, that's the thing. You don't have to look for ministry. Ministry will find you if you're open to do it. You know, and, and you don't have to know a lot or anything because the Holy Spirit will speak for you. So, mm-hmm. Amen, amen. Well, let me tell you about how I got introduced to ACT. I was uh, saved, got saved in August of 1995, and I started looking in truck stops all across the country for anything, cassette tapes, gospel tracks, and I found a magazine one day called Wheels Alive. Yeah. I've got, still got the magazine right here with me. It was produced by Association of Christian Truckers. Yeah. Yeah. And in this uh, magazine, there was an ad back here. This ad said, God needs your testimony. He doesn't do things in your life for you to just sit on. Come on. He expects you to share it with others. Yeah. And Wheels Alive gives you that opportunity. Where else can drivers read about God's love for truckers? Mm. So send your testimony along with a photo to the Wheels of Live. And they give a P.O. Box uh, 187. Is that your address? Yeah, it's still... Still 187, yep. Yep. Brownstown, Illinois. That's where you're located. Yep. 62418 yep. That's today. All the same. That's all the same. Don't hesitate. Somebody needs to hear your testimony today. Yeah, and you can still do that. And you can still do that. Yep. And you send it in, and Mark Hewitt will read your testimony. And uh, once you do that, hey, you never know. You may end up down here at Lonesome Road Ministry sharing your testimony and putting it on a CD. We've uh, come a long way from magazines, and yep. now you need audio books and all that. Yep. But we have a CD ministry here, and we love to get people like Mark Hewitt here to share his testimony and uh, talk about his ministry that Hallelujah. he has. I remember that day, 1999, that I read that magazine right here and god spoke to me and he said write your testimony out and send it in 
And I struggled with that, and I finally got it wrote out. And I remember the day I dropped it in that blue box out there, and I thought, uh-oh, I can't get it back now. <laughs> I did it now. <laughs> I, w- I wanted to take it back, but I couldn't. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't long that uh, Wheels Alive contacted me and wanted to put my testimony in this magazine right here. And from that day, God has just raised me up beyond anything that I could ever dream hope or imagine we went from that testimony to cassette tapes to getting it on my a cassette tape and now we're doing cds and and now we're sitting in this beautiful yeah this building sanctuary awesome. right now that god has given us and we're in the studio today even though we are in the cab with you drivers out there you know god was running us on parallel paths we were going along going along and then i met you i'm trying to remember where i did meet you was it the first time I come to your conference, or was it at the truck show? I don't know, one or the other. I'm not sure. I don't uh, remember. We started doing the truck shows uh, probably in about the same time we started our conferences, about 2013. Matter of fact, that's probably – we probably met at the truck I, show, I and then you came to our conference that year in yeah. 2013. And and so God brought us together. We're going on this parallel path. Now we're together, and our ministries, we work together, you know. Yeah. There's no reason that Christian ministries can't work together, you know. Yeah. You just got to, you, you know, guess what? You're going to have differences because <laughs> that's why God made you different, you know. Uh, so you just major on Jesus and getting people saved, and that's all good. So, so Mark, we need to tell everybody about ACT, Brownstown, your chapel there. You got a website. Let's, let's just introduce everybody out there that's listening to ACT and the Road Angel in Brownstown, Illinois. So Yeah, we have um, 34 acres out there. It's at exit 68 on I-70 in Brownstown, Illinois. It's 30 miles west of the big cross there at Effingham. Right. Uh, it's about 70 miles east of St. Louis. So, uh, But you get off at exit 68, we have, uh, we have 47 parking spots. They're paved, well lit. And uh, then we have a building where you can come in. And you get free laundry, free parking, free showers, free coffee, free meals. Everything's free. Free, free, free. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that commercial really had me going. I said, <laughs> I said free, free, free. That's our commercial. Like, but uh, no, and the drivers do donate, you know, but we never ask anybody for anything. And it's, uh, you know, God, God provides. So, yeah. Well, I know that when I was driving, I used to stop there, and I was always uh, – glad to be able to stop there and get coffee and and uh, whatever i needed uh cds cassettes uh whatever it was but uh i always liked stopping in there because there was no hassles and uh you could the the coffee pot was always going <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah we've got the same three burner pot coffee pot we had back then i think yeah. that thing is about 30 years old it's a bun but it just keeps on going clean showers and yeah. good food so yep. and it was all free yeah and our goal course, is to if somebody comes in there that we want them to leave there better off than they were when they came in amen and, amen. Uh, and we tell them the first time you're a stranger after that this is your home away from home you know yeah, so you have church services there? We do, Sunday at 10 a.m. Uh-huh. We have kind of a hybrid service. So what happens is I do the offering and the prayer requests, and then I have a little nugget on what's going on during the week. I try to keep it short, but it doesn't always happen. But <laughs> <laughs> After that, we switch to live streaming the service from Bradenton, Florida, at the family church at Christian Retreat. Uh, the president of our board, Pastor Phil Durstein, uh, has that service. 
And we found it, it's really good because they have super good praise and worship and everything. And, and we don't, you know, we're there for the truckers. And uh, at this present time, we don't have as much participation from the community as we'd like to see. But, right. but we're, we're, we're looking to see that go, grow as well. But right now, we're doing the hybrid. It's working good. So. I think that's the story of every church in America. We don't get the participation that we need from the communities. I think and, they get afraid. You know, they, truckers, I had a lady come in one day, and she was from the Methodist Church, and she goes, she goes, man, I was afraid to come out here. Yeah. <laughs> she was collecting for their backpack program or whatever. I said, what do you mean you're afraid to come out here? She goes, oh, truck drivers. <laughs> I said, what do you think truck drivers are like? And she goes, well, I don't know. I said, well, I'm one. <laughs> I said, they're just like you and me. But it was pretty funny. Truck drivers. They come in every flavor, don't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like the guy on Pawn Stars, and I know I probably shouldn't be watching Pawn Stars. But but, uh, on the History Channel, that guy says, one thing I know over 25 years is I never know what's going to walk through that door. And I said, man, that is the truth. That's the Road Angel. Well, how, how long have you been there at the Road Angel, Mark? Well, I met Jim Keyes back in 1985 when I had that. Uh, thing with Chris and um, I was there for quite a few jamborees and so forth and then I uh, I was there in 2008 for 10 months and then uh, we moved on to something else and now we came back well I started as the overseer back in uh, 2016 in March yeah. and I started living there it's been three years I can't remember there. I think it was I think it was March when I moved in there too and my wife came down later in September but We've been there almost three years now, and uh, yeah, yeah, we got it going on, man. We resealed yes. the parking lot. We're you and you got a big sign billboard out. Oh the yeah, state. I love changing that. that sign. That yeah. was that was quite a deal. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so there's there's always you know the property had been there 37 years and hadn't really had a lot done to it. Right. So we have been trying to upgrade and get things in the right shape, and we're just about ready. Um, I'm praying about us expanding the parking lot because two or three nights a week we're getting pretty full. So. Yeah, well, yeah, you're doing an awesome job there. I know that. Uh, when I used to pull in there, you had to watch the holes in the parking lot. <laughs> you lose your truck in there. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, you might be a Volkswagen in there or something. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But uh, nowadays it's an it's a all blacktop. It's perfect uh, parking lot. Um, you won't find a better place to park a semi when you're tired and ready, needing to rest and mark mark and his wife live right there on the premises they're they're always ready to help you out pray for your needs whatever whatever it is i imagine you've uh, got a lot of testimonies from uh, some of the drivers that's come through there well i had a guy come in the other day it was kind of interesting he uh he was native american and that is only significant because he had had an incident where a couple of he was hauling uh, trailers with a pickup, you know, and he, a couple of drivers were harassing him. And I, he had talked to him on the radio, and they found out he's Native American, and they they started giving him a hard time, and uh, they actually threw stuff at him. Wow. <laughs> and so he said, "I pulled off in the rest area," and he says, "I was ready to get it on." He said, "I didn't care what happened." He said, <laughs> "He said I knew I was probably going to come out on the short end of the deal, but I was so angry." And he said, "There's some little short guy came up to me and said, you know what you need to do? You need to go on to the next exit.'" And talk to him down there, and they'll help you. And so he came in, and my wife said, "Hey, Mark, this guy needs help." And I was talking to him, and couldn't find out. We, you know how you, you're trying to feel people out and see if they're saved or what the deal is, you know? Yeah. And he goes, "Oh yeah, I got saved." He said, "I was in the hospital one time after I got in a fight, and he said uh, this nurse led me to the Lord." 
And, uh, but he was having all kinds of trouble, you know. And I said, well, I said, do you read the Bible? And he didn't say anything. And so I said, well, I got one right here. You can take it with you. Yeah. And, but he still didn't say anything, you know. And then finally he says, well, I can't read. He was embarrassed to say that, you know. Yeah. And I said, well, that's no problem. I said, hey, praise God. I said, you need to get Bible on cassette. I wish I'd had it. Or on, see, there I go with cassettes. <laughs> on CD. And, uh, and prayed with him, and uh, he was totally changed when he left because I, I did sit down for about 45 minutes and told him main points out of the Bible. Mm. And every time he'd go, wow, yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, you know, you never know who's coming through the door. You know? Or you don't. You people know. get saved. We've had people uh, ready to commit suicide, and they got saved. And, um, we had a guy in on New Year's Eve, and I was over at the house. They called me up, and they said, Mark, we need help. This guy really... He's kind of demonic. We need somebody to pray for him. And I said, well, wait a minute. Aren't you Christians? <laughs> and I said, well, you can pray for him. Well, they prayed for him, and one of the drivers there uh, gave him his number. And two days later, he came to the Lord, and he's been doing everything. See, but that's why we need all the drivers, you yeah. know. It's all of us working together. And, and my dream is that we have a body of believers um, out there on the road that can preach the word. Because... God said to me 20 years ago, he said, I want to use my drivers to reach this nation. And I said, well, why would you do that, Lord? He said, because you know how to deliver things. <laughs> I said, should have had a V8. Yeah. So, there you go. There you so, go. yeah. So, I mean, we have a membership, too. Um, it's like $30 a year for you and your wife. And, and we're trying to help them have more decals and things to use out on the road and some training videos and things like that. Right. So, yeah. So yeah, we're there twenty four hours, seven days a week. Um, we are. We have a person there from midnight, or um, excuse me, from six a.m. to midnight, uh -huh. and then midnight to six, uh, you can still get a shower, you can still get your laundry, you can still get snacks and coffee. So uh, we're there, and I always tell people we're a safety organization because we're letting these drivers go better than they were when they came in, rested, peaceful, ready to get out on the road. You know. And helping them with them four wheelers. Uh -huh. <laughs> that's, that's the biggest complaint. Look, I cut me off. In it. Speaking of four wheelers, your your ministry sitting there, the Road Angel, is not just for truckers. I mean, anybody can stop in there and uh, be yep. part be part of one of your services, or or just food for the soul or food for the body. Yeah, we love to see it. I mean, we have travelers come in quite a bit. Yeah. And uh, but they're always like that. They're like, "Wow, this is for trucks." And say, yeah. No, it's for you. It's for anybody that comes in. You know, you're doing a whosoever ministry. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, whosoever will come in, and you know, we've seen some kind of neat things there too. You know, yeah. just but uh, yeah, I, I'd be hours trying to explain to you how all the things that happen. But but it is a supernatural play. Well, I had a couple came in yesterday, first time they've been there, and this lady said, "You know, when I came in the gate, and that's what we believe." The Spirit of God encompasses that whole property. Yes. So when somebody drives in, they can feel it. And she goes, I felt something. And she goes, I just had my knee replaced, and I'm having a lot of trouble with it. And she said, will you pray for me? And I prayed for her knee, and we could feel stuff moving around in there. <laughs> and then she could bend her knee and move it like she didn't before. So, you know, God is moving, and that's, that's the important part. He wants to help you. He wants to heal you. He wants to get you closer to him, but... You got to take the step, you know. It's it's that first step that, uh, you know, somebody was the first one into the Red Sea. I always say <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that had to be a little bit scary, you know. You get yeah. a big 
water build up all around you? And, it would be. Yeah. You're, I never thought of it like that, but you're exactly right. Somebody has to be the first one to step off into that unknown. Yeah, I had a testimony about that, too. I was in a singing group. We were going to this prison, and the place we were going to was out in the middle of the compound. And it was in Florida, Wildwood, and it was raining like Florida rain. You know how that is. It's like yeah, I, I always say, cow peeing on a flat rock. If I can say that here, but <laughs> that's what it was. And uh, I don't think you can say that. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, but you just did. So. Yeah, I take that back. Anyway, <laughs> but we're standing there, and the leader's standing there with me, and I have my baritone horn, and he says, uh, "What are we gonna do, Mark?" I sound about you, but I'm going out to the building. I said, "I got a seven hundred fifty dollar horn here. I don't need to get it wet." I said, so peace be still. And I took a step and the rain quit. We got out to the building. It started again. Now, is that because I'm some big deal? No, that's just because I was obedient. I knew that's what God wanted me to do, you know? Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah, that's, that's awesome when God works like that and you know that God's doing something like that. Well, right, because he's the one that shows you, you know. Yeah. When, when he asked me what are we going to do, I just start talking. I didn't know what I was going to say. Yeah. So... All that that I said to him was by the Holy Spirit. And so then I just had to be obedient and follow the instructions. You know, that's a big key. You know, people are like, well, I don't know what to say. That You're in a perfect spot. <laughs> Amen. Well, speaking of obedience, uh, tell us a little bit about this trucker's jamboree that you do every year. How long have you been doing this? Uh, jamborees have been going on since about 1987. Wow. That's yeah. obedience there. Uh, one of our earliest ones, I remember Chris Tackett and I were on the CB. <laughs> and uh, the CB, you know, used to be a real good place of communication. Well, right. on Thursday, we got on there, and she'd get on there and go, Drivers, we love you. We're the Association of Christian Truckers, and we're going to have a barbecue here. Come on in, you know, get something to eat. And we started on Thursday, and by Saturday, the lot was so full, we couldn't park any trucks. And... Uh, and guys are saying, oh, I heard about this in California. I had to hurry up and get here. <laughs> so, so we have good food, and it's developed a lot more. At that time, there was only two singers, me and Brenda Sollinger, and we sang 20-minute sets all day long. <laughs> and uh, But uh, now we have a lot of people you know, Gary, yeah, you know. Sure. Uh, and I think I met a lot of them through your ministry. Yeah. And we just we just have a lot of good good speakers and singers, and, and uh, we have a great time. Like I always tell everybody, if nobody came, the musicians and the speakers would have a great time anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so your, your Trucker's Jamboree is the same time every year. It's in uh, the month of September. What what weekend is that, or what week is that? Of, it's uh, the September? third week. The so, third week of September. The, We're going to do that every year. We want to be like Sturgis. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I want to have 100,000 motorcycles. But, well. But, but, I mean, you know, people say, I'm going to Sturgis next year, and they plan that for their vacation yeah, and so forth. Right. So we want to give them a target that they can plan and drivers can plan. And uh, I think we're going to see some fruit from that this year because uh, I've had a lot more response. Yeah. So uh, your Trucker's Jamboree is uh, a lot of good music, good food, fellowship, yep. testimonies. Oh, yeah, definitely. Any preaching? Yep. Little dab of preaching. Oh, they'll be preaching. Yep, there'll be. There kind of sounds like a three-fold chord conference. That's kind of what we do here. It's just like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have a tent. Uh, we have a tent, and every night we do a tent meeting. On, yeah. So it's like uh, Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday night. Yeah. And, uh, boy, those are some really interesting services when you do that. <laughs> but, so, uh, all right, well, um, you know, 
some of these drivers right now are, are uh, listening to this, and they may want to know who's going to be there this September that they're listening to this CD or podcast or radio program. So how would they contact you and find out all the information that they need to attend a trucker's jamboree? You can give them a phone number, website, or both, or whatever you want to do there. Yeah, there's a couple ways. Uh, Our website is roadangeltruckerscenter.com. It's roadangeltruckerscenter.com. You go there, and it's posted on the website every year. Yeah. Um, with pretty much who's going to be there. And um, then uh, you can go to our Facebook page as well, which is ACT Road Angel. And uh, those are two great ways. The phone number is uh, 618-427-3737. 618-427-3737. I'll even give you my number because I don't care if you have it or not. Yeah. It's 507 507- Two seven one six one zero eight. Somebody says, "Oh, you're giving out your phone number." I said, "They might get my phone number anytime they want." <laughs> my phone number is all over the world, and yeah, that's <laughs> so <laughs> it's like. But uh, you, drivers, you might want to write those phone numbers down, put them in your phone, and you can call Mark or the Road Angel anytime for prayer information about their ministry or find out about their truckers jamboree, whatever it is you need. They want to help you. That's what we're all about in these trucking ministries is helping you drivers out there on that old lonesome road. Yeah, don't be too proud to call. We're we're always there. I, I get my number out. I tell you, you call me anytime, day or night. Yeah. You know, because I was out there. I was the lonely driver. I was the guy that was trying to get home because I hadn't seen my kids in three weeks. And then I get home and look at the bills and I say, oh, my God, I get back out on the road. <laughs> you know? So I, I, we understand, driver, in the Yes, we do. Well, Mark, I'll tell you what we need to do right now. We just need to have another song off of uh, your CD. How about you pick out the song that we play for the drivers out there on the road? Um, There's a song. It's called Thou All Will Lord Out of Shield for me. It's track number two. Yeah, and it's uh, the thing about this song is it's all scripture. Yeah. And uh, in, in these days, you know, these general days of, COVID or whatever things we have going on, um, we need to know that. We need to know who we are in Christ, and we need to know that God is our shield. Amen. And no weapon formed against you shall prosper. The devil keeps trying to come up with a new thing, you know, but (laughs) it comes up and I say, no, that means no. That applies to you, everything. No means no, and that's all it means. No. Well, here's that song by Mark Hewitt, and uh, it is called Thou Alone Art a Shield. Here's Mark Hewitt. Lord, are they increased that trouble me? Many are they that rise up against me. Many there be which say of my soul, There is no help for him in God. For thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, My glory and the lifter of my head. 
my voice And he heard me out of his holy hill I laid me down and I slept I awake for the Lord sustained me Be afraid of ten thousands of people Who would set themselves against me round about I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people Who would set themselves against me round about For thou, O Lord, art a shield for me My glory and the lifter of my Okay, Mark, that's an awesome song, an awesome CD, and these drivers can contact you and get this. They've got your number. But right now, what I want to do is ask you to not only pray for the drivers out there, but if there's a driver out there that just wants to give his heart totally to Christ and say, Here am I, Lord, use me, I want you to lead them in a sinner's prayer. Yeah, Father, we just come before you right now, and we just... Thank you, Lord, for all the drivers. Um, Gary and I, we've been there. We, we've seen a lot of drivers. We've talked to a lot of drivers. But, you know, all the talking we do can't change anything unless you're ready to surrender your life to Jesus, to give away everything, give up your life, and say, Lord, I've been doing this, but I have messed it up, and I, I can't go anymore. I need something different. And so it's called Surrender. The Bible says repent of your sins. Repent means turn away from. But you can't do that on your own. I've tried a long time. <laughs> you can't do it. But, but driver, today is the day if you harden not your heart. Today is the day that you can change everything in your life. And it'll be new. The Bible says that old things pass away when you get saved and all things become new. And what is getting saved? Believing that God sent his only son, Jesus Christ, to die on a cross for you, for your sin. He was the perfect sacrifice. Adam sinned and broke a covenant with God. But Jesus came that we could have life and life more abundantly. And so, driver, we want you to pray with us right now. We want you to ask Jesus to come into your life. All you have to do is say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask your son Jesus to come into my life. Change me, O Lord. Help me. Guide me. Lead me. I repent of my old sin. That old way, I don't want that anymore. I want all things to become new. In Jesus' name, Amen, and you are saved. If you say that and you mean it, that word believe means trust in, cling, cling, and rely on. So trust in, cling to, and rely on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you shall be saved. And drivers, I want to pray one more thing for you. 
Father, I ask that you fill them with your Holy Spirit to overflowing, that they can get their spirit out of the way and surrender totally, that your spirit can move in their life and change them. Now, driver, if you're a, you're a Christian out there, and well, you can't make it on your own. But if you allow Jesus and you get into his plan, you know, he's not an add-on. He's not somebody you just put on when you need him. You need to be, have him in your life every second of every day. You let him make the plan. And the Bible says if you meditate on the word day and night, then you will make your way successful. So I want to pray for you. Father, I pray for all those Christians out there that are struggling, that don't know where to go. Maybe this fear of uh, the worldly situation that we have is getting to them. And just know, let them just know your love, God. Just envelop them in your love first and peace. And then, Lord, begin to show them through your Holy Spirit where to go, when to go, what to do. And they'll be obedient and they will surrender to you in Jesus' name. Amen. There is a river that comes from River
started at Calvary And it has no Well, Mark, it's been a great ride in the cab with these drivers. Is there anything you'd like to uh, share with them before we pull in this old truck stop down the road and, and uh, let these drivers get out? Well, I really enjoyed this ride. I, you know, Like I said, I haven't actually driven for quite a few years, so it's a real treat for me, Gary, and uh, especially as we good friends and work together all these years. And yes. I want you to support Lonesome Road Ministries as well. Uh, Man, I have never seen anybody give out more CDs than you have. <laughs> and uh, and the whole thing is, drivers, that um, it's it's not a. I want to say it's not hard to be a Christian. Now you'll have some hardship, but there's a peace and a joy you can have, and that's what Gary and I want you to have because we got it. Amen. And we just we just love you guys. We're yes. praying for you all the time. Call us. Come on into the Road Angel. We'll get you fed, showered up, laundried up, ready to go. And so I just want to tell you guys to roll on with Jesus. Roll on with Jesus. There you go. <laughs> Just two ordinary men, strong hands upon the wheel. Men out living, hauling freight, cattle, grain, and steel. We were cold, hard, and calloused from the years out on the road. While the devil held the wheel, we gave our lives to the Lord. But the sinful lives we chose to live came with cost. Sin began to drag us down, our families all but lost. It made one night God spoke to me, said, this is your last call. If you don't turn to Jesus, into hell you fall. Well, I cried out, God, you know I'm weak. I've tried so hard to change. Sweet Jesus, I believe down our families all but lost it made one night god spoke to me said this is your last call if you don't turn to jesus into hell you fall well i cried out god you know i'm weak i've tried so hard to change sweet jesus i believe free me from 
buddy, you still would not believe. You said I need a sign. And if God will show that he is real, then I'd gladly walk that line. He drove on through that lonely day, his heart was cold as steel. And then he saw that sign out in that Midwest field. hands. He said this once for you. Come and be God's man. We were just two ordinary men, strong hands upon the wheel. We made our living hauling freight, cattle, grain, and steel. We become hard and calloused from the years out on the road. Still on the wheel, our nation's freight he hauls. He spreads the gospel through the land, the preacher he is called. Now the other took a different road to that oil patch he was sent, telling men to turn from their sin and hear the Lord repent. We were just two ordinary men, strong hands upon the cross. Standing side by side to bring the gospel to the lost. And we were cold, hard, and calloused from the years out on the road. Now Jesus took the wheel and we gave our lives to the Lord. Drivers, we appreciate you letting us ride along with you in the cab. And you can contact us at 618-383-2107. Or you can log on to our website at lonesomeroad.org and check us out on the web. You can listen to all of our radio programs on our website on our broadcast from the past page. So check it out. And if you ask Jesus Christ into your heart, then give us a call and let us know. Lost without hope Eighteen wheels of lonesome At the end of the road In my hand was a track The preacher had read His words still echoing In the back of my head I felt so ashamed When I thought of my past I called his name This chance would it be my last Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus 
at the foot of the cross broken hearted and lonesome so long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery at the foot of the tree Road, and I shared the good news wherever I go. Yes, there's been a change. I'm not the man I used to be, and I tell everybody what's happened to me. How I felt so ashamed when I thought of my past, but I called his name. This chance, could it be my last? Then I saw Jesus hanging on that tree, and I lifted up my heart from down on my knees. Today I met Jesus at the foot of the cross, broken hearted and lonesome. So long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome So long I'd been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Rolling down that Easter Seaboard I got my diesel turned up And she running like never before Well, there's a speed zone ahead, all right But I don't see a cop in sight Six days on the road And I'm gonna make it on tonight I got me ten forward gears And a Georgia overdrive no pills cause my eyes are open wide I just passed a Volvo and a white 
I'm be passing everything inside. Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it on tonight. Oh, take it home. Look out, mama. 